You are listening to the Reality Steve podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind the scenes juice on Colton's upcoming season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. Welcome to podcast number 111. This one is uh, fairly topical because we're going to talk about stuff that went down last week in the challenge world. Let me bring in our guest. You remember her from numerous seasons of the challenge. She she was on our podcast, what, six months ago, back in July. It's Jemmy Carroll. Jemmy, how are you? I am good, and I'm excited to talk about you because Bachelor Nation and the challenge are colliding. Let's be clear here. Um, (laughs) We are recording this at midnight central time on Wednesday, July, or July, Wednesday, January 2nd, after everything has just gone down. It's Thursday, right? It's midnight. It's Thursday. Yeah, it's Thursday morning now. Um, After everything has just gone down with stuff that I tweeted 15, 20 minutes ago regarding Pauly and Demi from Colton season. So before we get to that, let me just lay out real quick here the plan and everything that was going forward with this and, and whatever. Obviously, I'm sure a lot of people have heard by now the. The Danielle Maltby and Cara Maria issue with Paulie and Danielle outed him, showed receipts, did interviews with People Magazine, and showed that Paulie was a liar and was two-timing both of them. And not only two-timing both of them, but when one would ask about the other, he would trash the other to the person he was with (laughs) and made it really bad. And the other thing I want to inform people of is Danielle and Cara, and, and Paulie as well, they did a podcast with us weekly. Uh, it's the uh, I think it's I think it's called the Watch with uh, the Watch with, with Emily. With the, I know that's the host. Yeah, Watch with Us podcast. Emily Longaretta is the host. If I if I could suggest anything to you, is go listen to that podcast because Absolutely. because Danielle and Cara not only just hearing their stories and you almost need a dry erase board to <laughs> to write down every single thing that they said and see all the different times that Paulie was two-timing both of them at the same time and and the lies that he told. It is 70 minutes with Danny, Danielle, and Cara Maria, and then 25 minutes of Paulie crying, begging for Cara back. (laughs) That's essentially... But I want people to listen to that first because we're not going to get into the timeline of that. I think everyone believes it by now of how bad Paulie was playing both of these women. But just to hear their emotion and to hear how badly and how hurt they were by stuff that he did because they had no idea it was going on with the other woman. I know it's hard to believe, but if you listen to the podcast, you actually start to realize, yeah, I mean, he was telling them everything they wanted to hear to each of them individually. And then when he was with the other one, he was telling them what they wanted to hear. But please go check that out on Watch With Us. And I want to say uh, say this before we get started as well, that I asked Cara to come on the podcast. And Cara was basically on the fence about it because she doesn't want she's getting a lot of criticism because people are saying she won't stop talking about it, which means she wants fame out of this or whatever the case may be. So just know that Cara turned down coming on this podcast for the sole reason that people are saying she's doing all these interviews is because she wants attention. Well, no, that's not true, because she said no 
<clears throat> to this podcast. So I did want to bring somebody on who's familiar with the situation, who has been on shows with both people. So, Jemmy, let's get started uh, with all this. It's a total shit show. And let's get started with <laughs> what happened tonight, okay? Yes. So tonight, someone on Twitter posted a picture of earlier, well, you're listening to this Thursday, so earlier Wednesday evening. Yeah, during the day. During the day, Polly was in a car uh, with a blonde, and that blonde ended up being, we find out, uh, Demi from Colton's upcoming season of The Bachelor. Her name is Demi Burnett. She's going to be the villain on this season. She's someone strictly out for attention. She wants to be the Corinne 2.0, and she certainly got herself already involved by being seen in a car with Paulie five days after he did a 25-minute podcast crying his eyeballs out and begging for Car Maria back. Nice. Like, you can't even make this shit up. No, I know. Uh, it's. <laughs> I'm listening to it, and I'm like, it's hard to believe, yeah. but we know everything's true. Now, from what I'm hearing, you know, Paulie is claiming that nothing is going on between him and Demi. It's just someone he met at an event. Like, look, Paulie's credibility is shot at this point. No matter what he says, after listening to the podcast with Danielle and Cara, nobody can take anything that Paulie says seriously because he is a compulsive liar. Like, to the point of sociopathic, which I tweeted out last week. I think you called week. him a sociopath on yeah. Twitter. Well, I mean, the, the behavior <laughs> I mean, certainly is. I mean, a spade is. a spade. I mean, yeah. yeah. I've said a bunch of things about him on Twitter, and everything that I said, multiple people tweeted me back and was like, I'm a therapist, I'm a behavioral analyst, like this and that, and I agree with everything that you're saying about him. So people 100% agree with us when we call him a sociopath. Yeah, and I and I don't want to sit here it's and Polly put it the fuck on. Yeah, <laughs> I don't want to make this a bash Polly podcast, but you you really I'm telling you people you got to listen to Danielle and Kara share their stories and share the things that he said and did with both of them, and did such a good job of keeping the other one from thinking he was doing anything with the other one. It, it was unreal what this guy was able to pull off. It's impressive. I mean, it's it's typical abusive behavior, but it's impressive. I would also just like to go on record. When you and I spoke six months ago, yeah. post-filming of Final Reckoning, where Polly and Cara met, I told you, I said, Steve, I think he's using her for challenge fame. I think that he came on the show with the motive to hook up with her. And now look how everything's played out. Like I knew that this was going to happen from the moment I met him. Yeah. No, you were, you were dead right about that. And you know, since you came on that podcast, right when he got back from final reckoning filming, he told Danielle what had happened, that he had fallen for somebody on the show. But then, like I said, I don't want to go over the timeline. If you, if you, you got to know it by now, he basically told Danielle that broke up with Danielle but then kept her around and kept telling her, I'm in love with you. This is only for show with Kara. Uh, I, I, you, know I even- you know what sticks out in my mind? Like the things he kept telling Danielle, like, I have to hang out with Kara. Like, she's the face of the show. I'm an upcoming face of the show. He, like, lied to Danielle and told her, like, production and MTV was forcing them to hang out, essentially. Yeah. When that's not how MTV works. But Danielle's from a different show, a different network, a different production company. So I think she genuinely believed, like, oh, that's how MTV works. And him and Carr are the stars of the show, so they have to pretend to be together. 
Because I think a lot of people are giving Danielle flack. Like, why did she believe him when he was with Car 24-7? Yeah. I think it came down to she genuinely thought that's how the show worked, whether it was just her, like, Naivete. not having the correct knowledge or her wanting to believe his lies. In her mind, I think she genuinely believed, like, Polly has to hang out with Cara for MTV. Well, the other thing that they talked about in the podcast was – once everything came down with Kara, right after he got back from Final Reckoning and told her, Danielle said she blocked Kara on everything. So she had no idea. She had no reason to believe that he was hanging out with her because she wasn't following it on social media. Now, and also, like, to give some life advice to any female listening to this, if a man wants you to block another female, it's because he's still involved with that other female. Like, that is, like man code one-on-one he does that because he doesn't want you seeing what she you know does that make sense oh perfect sense i mean like as a female if a man tells you to block another female i promise you he's still involved with that female look i i felt bad listening to danielle and cara on the podcast with us weekly um maybe danielle will show up on this podcast at some point i don't know um there are there are um there has been an all a branch has been extended for her to come on. Whether she answers it or not, I have no idea. Maybe she's in the same boat as Kara, where she just wants to stop talking about this because people think that she's out for attention by talking about it. Uh, but we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. But tonight's thing is just that you know, Paulie is already saying. I I've been hearing Paulie is already saying that he met. Uh, Demi through some sort of Big Brother event and this Corey guy who Big Brother Corey Brooks yeah Corey Brooks also known in the challenge world as Corey Boring that's what we call him (laughs) because he was almost cast on a challenge (laughs) so shout out Corey Boring so if Paulie is already saying oh no it's not what it looks like or whatever it's 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 like okay but you got to understand Paulie nobody believes you and nobody should believe anything that comes out of your mouth based on what you pulled on Danielle and Kara for the last nine months. I mean, it's, but he doesn't seem to get that. I mean, I he does, understand. he does this today. He's caught in a car with a girl who is now part of Bachelor Nation. And then yesterday he posted a thirst trap on Instagram of him like shirtless in gray sweatpants. So he obviously is not trying to be a better person. You know, I don't want to sit here and say, yes, Demi and Polly are definitely hooking up or whatever, but I'm not dumb. I, I'm 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 reading between the lines here. You've got a girl who's about to become the villain on Colton's season. You've got a guy who's in the news for a major two timing situation with Danielle and Car Maria. And of now, two popular females like Danielle is loved, Cara is loved. Yeah, and now here he is five days later after going on a podcast where all he did was cry, <laughs> cry. for twenty five minutes and beg for Cara back and trash Danielle and say I don't know why she's involved in this. Leave us alone. Let us work on our relationship. And then here he is five days later with a reality girl who's about to become popular starting this I mean, Monday. what is, like, more disrespectful? What could he do that's more disrespectful at this point? Film himself with Demi and send it to Kara. <laughs> that's like, yeah. literally the only thing I can think of. Um, yeah. But so in the challenge world, I, here's a question I got for you. Is there anybody that you I mean, you speak to way more people in the challenge world than I do. I, I speak to literally <laughs> yeah. three, I think. Um, <laughs> when this all broke... Or was there anybody that was actually defending Paulie? And, and what is their defense of him? I saw 
Davon and Polly exchange a few tweets. And I think that Davon being part of the big brother family first was just trying to figure out where Polly's head was. But after like three or four tweets, Davon was like, All right, Polly, you're wrong. Bye. I'm out. And then Natalie came forward and tweeted like, Yes, I'm very close with Polly and Cara, but I choose to stand with Cara. So essentially, no, he has no allies in the challenge world. Well, let's I mean, maybe one or two people that generally hate Kara, yeah. but at the end of the day, like Kara and I are not even as close as we used to be, but I stand with Kara. I know all females, even if they're not, you know, best friends with Kara, we're all standing with her. Just like we stand with Danielle, like Polly is a trash human and we think that he should be exposed. Well, when someone like Kayla is even coming out and trashing Polly and essentially defending Kara, you know. <laughs> exactly. Because, you know, Kayla, Kayla and I hates are very Kara. Good friends in real life. Kayla and Kara are like actual enemies. Yeah. And Kayla still understands like what Polly's doing to Kara is not okay. Like, no female deserves to be treated like this. I think the other thing we got to get straight here also is the timeline from when Danielle's story broke to everything that happened after that. Because when Danielle first spoke to People.com, she didn't release any receipts. She didn't release any text message. She just said, hey, everybody, here's what happened. Here's why I'm coming forward. And, of course, you're going to have people out there that say, I don't want to believe that happened. You're lying. You're just doing this for attention. Just like anything. And, and anybody, this is how I saw it. Their own narrative. stood behind her because they knew what type of person she was. Yeah. And all of the challenge fans who were ultimately Cara fans didn't want to believe her. They didn't trust her. They thought she had ulterior motives. Yeah. So that's what I saw. It's like, unfortunately, challenge fans, and I apologize to Danielle on behalf of the fans. They can be crazy. They were not nice to her. No, they weren't. And, then, and you and I even had a brief text about, like, she should have released receipts immediately so people don't treat her like this. Yeah. And that's and that's the problem in, in 2018 nowadays. You can't say anything without any sort of proof. I mean, I deal with it daily with spoilers and stuff like that. Like, if I just say, oh, so-and-so is hooking up, it's like, well, how do you know? What, do you have any proof? It's like, there are things that I know that I know 1,000% are true, but I have no proof without giving up a source, that's which the I'm thing, not going to do. I know, and like it's especially in your position where you are reliable, but in this day and age, people want you to give up your sources. They want to see it with their own eyes. Well, it's it's because people have their own narratives. If someone likes Polly, no matter what Danielle says, no matter what Kara says, no matter what I say, if someone already likes Polly, they're not going to believe anything negative said about them, And which is, I, I deal with this all the time with Bachelor people. It's like, if I say something negative about one of the contestants, like your favorite, Jason, you probably have a narrative like, I don't want to hear that about Jason. Well, what, what do you mean? Like, what? No, no. You know, something like that. And I'm not saying Jason has something, you know, totally bad against him. But I'm just saying, if someone has Team a narrative. Jason over here. <laughs> if somebody already has a narrative that they already like Polly, no matter what Danielle does, they're going to find a way to poo-poo it. And they'd be like, no, that's that's not true. Or how do we know that text is real? And it's just like, you're never going to get and through to somebody like that. anyone in the challenge world knows this. And I think that other people now experienced when Bachelor and Challenge World collided this week Cara fans are the scariest most intense most devoted fan base that you will meet like Cara does no wrong in their eyes and they have her back 
through everything. So they were being super aggressive to Danielle mm-hmm. until Cara um, united with her in that article and then in the podcast. Yeah, which I, I hope set some people straight, and I hope people realize that when someone releases oh, in that moment, something— as soon as Cara was on Danielle's side, all of her fans turned on Polly. As they should have. But yeah, like said, it was it was great to see them take their negative energy toward Danielle and just attack the person that deserved it. I just hope when people see something like this, when somebody comes out with a story like Danielle did, even before she did the receipts and showed the text messages, I just hope people can understand, like, not everybody has some ulterior motive to screw with somebody. Like, Danielle had an issue with what Paulie did. She decided to share it. Now, not everybody would do what she did. As a woman, in her position, I mean, I can ask you this. Would you have done it yourself, or would you have gone to Cara, pri- Cara privately? What would you have done? That's the thing. I've kind of played with this that idea in my head. If I was in Danielle's shoes, what would I do? And I think that she was just so fed up with everything, and I think that she finally just exploded, and her version of exploding was exposing him. Mm-hmm. I'm happy she told her story. Because I think by telling her story, I think that Cara dodged the bullet. So I think she did the right thing. But I know people are going to be like, oh, she wants to be on Bachelor in Paradise. Or, oh, she just wants attention. But in the day, like everything that Polly did to her, she had the right to tell her story. Simple as that. Yeah, she had the right to tell it. And it all ends up being true because... So here's the timeline. She had, She shows... People magazine. She does an interview with People Magazine saying, "This is what Paulie did to me. We were we hung out in Mexico. I saw him before he left to go film." Um, and quick question about Mexico. Yeah. Did they see a therapist while in Mexico? That's what they said. That's what she said and on the what, podcast. Okay, because all of my best friends are mental health counselors or therapists, <laughs> and they all just kept being to me like, "What kind of therapist did these people see in Mexico?" Yeah, I don't. So that's my biggest like. I'm like, what kind of? I didn't. I didn't get that part because there were so many weird, other right? notes I was taking during that podcast. Um, that was but, weird. That's the one thing that stood out in my mind. I'm like, who sees a therapist in Mexico? Yeah, I didn't really. Was it get over it. like tequila? Like I'm yeah. so confused. So when she first came out with the story and was sharing all the overlapping things that he was saying to her and saying against Kara and all this stuff, she releases that. Polly immediately comes out with basically trashing her. I think that's when he did his live Instagram, his Instagram live and talked that about. That was uncomfortable. Yes. Very uncomfortable. Very um, treating Carl like trash, talking about their sex life openly when he it had no business, it had no bearing on anything. Him doing all that. And then she releases the receipts. She does the podcast with us, with Cara. And then Paulie comes on us's podcast and cries for 25 minutes and admits to everything that Kara and Danielle had, you know, pooled their resources together, showed their text messages to each other, took out their calendars to realize that they were hanging out with him. When she, when Kara was with him, Danielle wasn't. When Danielle was with him, Kara wasn't. Yeah, everything it, matched up. Everything matched up. Everything was 100% true from the second Danielle started talking. Yet, until the receipts came out, Paulie was still trashing her. So in my mind... Paulie isn't truly sorry for what he did. He's sorry that he got caught. And I think that's like, because if he was sorry for what he did, he wouldn't have let this go on nine months. At some point he would have just said, Hey Cara, 
I'm doing this with Danielle, or hey, Danielle, I'm doing this with Carl. But also, like, he's already got caught. supposed to be in an open relationship, but he's not being open with Carl. Exactly. And I, I will say this. Like I said, I've, I've been in contact. I, I, I tried to get Kara on the podcast. She said, look, I, I just don't want to talk about it. I'm getting so much heat. Everybody thinks I'm getting paid for interviews. She wants to make it known that she did not get paid for the Us interview or the Us podcast. Um, but she did say this in regards to um, the honesty and the open relationship. She just said, and this is direct, this is direct from Kara in her text to me when we were talking about the honesty and, and her issue with, with Polly was she said, just know that where I stand with that is I've always asked him to be honest. If he told me he wasn't sure if you loved Danielle or me or was caught in the middle, I needed to see her. I probably would have been okay with that. I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to be with me. I said open relationship because I think that a close relationship forces the person to be with you because of the label. I want to be with someone because I choose them above everybody else. I didn't want anybody else especially after the tattoo show when he told me he loved me. We just said open to protect ourselves. I made it abundantly clear over and over that I needed honesty. If he was to sleep with someone else, if he was to flirt with someone else, if he was remotely interested in being with someone else in any way, shape, or form, he needed to communicate that to me. He lied. Even when I brought up evidence to his face, he told me new lies. There was always a lie. That's the problem. Him being with her is not the problem. It's the lie. So... That was her that was her issue with the honesty. And that's why people can say, well, Kara, you were in an open relationship. Why isn't he allowed to do this with Danielle? Well, because he was in an open relationship and still kept everything from her. Like, And I know Kara well enough. Like, we've roomed together on the challenges. We've had so many heart-to-hearts. I know her well enough. Like, I think that everything that she said to you in that text message was truly how she felt and exactly what she said to him. Oh, I'm sure. Like, I believe everything that you just said on her behalf. I think that that that's the same conversation that she had with him. Oh, I'm absolutely 100% sure. And that's what just blows my mind that he, she literally just said, be honest and we'll work. We can figure anything out. And he didn't even respect her enough to be honest. And not only was he not being honest, like we mentioned earlier. Going out of of his way to tell lies. Going out of his way to tell lies and and telling Danielle everything that Danielle heard from him. Anytime Dan, even though Danielle had Kara blocked on everything, she was hearing stuff through fans. Or, and every time that Danielle would confront Paulie about Kara, his answer was basically the same. It's all for show. I cannot be with her. I don't want to be with her. You're the one that I'm in love with. So then Danielle would be like, oh, okay. Now, granted, you can get on Danielle's case for being naive and believing that. But when you're not seeing it yourself and the guy is telling you everything you want to hear, which he also told to Kara, and she, t- and she told me specifically he's very, very persuasive, I can see why they were fooled. Like, But there, it, there certainly is some deeper stuff here that I would love to get into, in, into with with Kara. And I told her I wanted to – I didn't want to bring Kara on to rehash what she talked about for 70 minutes in the us podcast and just go over the timeline of all the cheating and all the things that he said, like we're past that. We all believe that it happened. We know it happened. I kind of want to dive into, okay, but when he tells you this, why did you immediately believe it rather than throw up red flags or like, wait a second, what the fuck? That doesn't make sense, Polly. And just, and kind of just keep digging. Cause it seems like both of them but also, would make like, excuses. With Cara, 90% of the time. 
Yeah. So like the ten percent that he wasn't with Cara, that he was with Danielle, like I understand why Cara believed those lies. Yeah. Like to me, the Danielle believing it. And the way that he was able to manipulate her is the most intriguing part of this story. Like, he was with Kara filming shows, you know, having photo shoots in her hotel room and lying to Danielle and being like, oh, Kara's practicing her photography. Yeah, that was another huge content. lie. Yeah. Like, it just, like, blows my mind the, the amount of shit he was allowed to get away with and the amount of shit. Like, how did he re- even remember his own lies? Oh, he had, he had, must have gotten lost a few times. There's no he's way. Been, yeah, he's literally been playing this game since we went and filmed Final Reckoning, which was April. A- April of, of 18, yeah. Yeah, he has literally been almost doing this for a solid year. How did he not get tired? Yeah. <laughs> I'm tired right now just thinking about everything that he did. Yeah, and you know that, I mean, you know that Danielle obviously... She had a soft spot for him, of course. She's going to make excuses. She and, was and, in love. Yeah. And when a, a female's in love, she will make excuses and find a way. And it's so sad. And from what I hear, I didn't watch her season, but I hear that she's like the nicest girl ever. Yeah. No, I, I've never heard anything too bad about Danielle, or really bad at all. Uh, yeah, like I've never Danielle. heard any, I've never heard anything bad about her either. And you know, I've I've recently become obsessed with the Bachelor and Bachelor Nation and this and that. Yeah, and I've done enough research; I cannot find one bad thing about this girl. Well, trust. Plus, she's got a tragic backstory with with the ex husband who died um, in her arms. Apparently, that we found out from Polly. Yeah, from Polly, and yeah. also like. How dare Polly lie and be like, oh, Danielle, if I left her, she was going to commit suicide. Danielle then later says that's not true. We know that Polly said the same thing about the girl he was in a showmance with on Big Brother. So not only is he a liar, he's also abusive. Like that is negative behavior on a man's behalf. Yeah, I can't believe because... You know, it's one thing if he said it once about Danielle, then, then people can question it and be like, well, maybe she was suicidal yep. or maybe she told him that in a conversation. But the fact that this is the second time he's pulled that again, why are we we can't give him the benefit of the doubt on anything because now he has admitted to everything. He admitted to lying. He admitted to having sex with Danielle yep. where he lied. And I've been told that he told Danielle the whole time, from the nine months that they were together, and once he got back from Hunter Reckoning, he had Danielle believing that he had never even slept with Carl. And Danielle the believed things, it. The things you'll believe when you're in love. We've yeah. all been there. We've yeah. all believed things that are like, you look back on it and you're like, how did I ever believe that? And I don't want to sit and here own, and, 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 and bad. I, I'm, I don't think. I'm not bad mouthing Danielle. I'm telling the truth about him is bad mouthing him. We're just honestly no, not, like. No, I'm yeah. talking about Danielle. Like, I, yeah. it seems like we're like, God, why are you so dumb? How did you believe everything? But I'm not really saying that at all. I'm, I, I really would love to talk to Danielle and kind of get inside her head about the why behind everything. I, I get the sense that, you know, she had no idea because she had, she had blocked Kara after he came back from Final Reckoning and had no idea that he was spending this much time with her because she wasn't looking at anything on social media regarding Kara. But still the sense of when he would tell you something about, hey, this picture, and I'm naked in a bed, and Kara's just doing it for her photography, and she needs content, instead of your reaction being, oh, okay, why wasn't it 
wait a second, Paulie, that's fucked up. No, that that's a huge red flag. Like, why wasn't it that as opposed to, oh, okay, all right, well, I guess I'll just believe that. Like, And I've been in her shoes. Like, I've been there where I believed a thing. And I, like, and like deep down, maybe she knew he was lying and she still wanted to be with him so badly she overlooked it. I don't know. I would love for Danielle to come on your podcast because I think that people and i know this from someone caught up in the story i am dying to know how he was able to keep it going this long it's it's such a baffling story like i can't lie like i want to hear i want to hear like i want to hear danielle's side of the story probably more than i want to hear cara's because danielle is the one that he was truly lying to you know like he lied to car and he did car dirty but the way that he did danielle is like borderline abusive. And the thing is, I think his reasoning, if I'm not mistaken, I'm paraphrasing here, but essentially he was saying on the us podcast that he was saying what he was saying to Danielle because he felt bad or because he thought she was a good person, thought she was a good person. Didn't want to. It's like, that's no, that's so flimsy. I'm sorry. It's funny. And I will, and I didn't even me and you've had a few conversations. I haven't told you this. I spoke to a guy who is very popular in the challenge world. I am not going to mention his name out of respect. Um, but he told me, me and him were talking about it. And he goes, Jimmy, like, I think that he actually is in love with Danielle and not Kara. And I'm like, what? He just cried over Kara for 20 minutes. He was like, Jimmy, he was with Kara the whole time, but still felt the need to keep Danielle in the... Like, he still wanted to be with Danielle. And I'm like, okay, if he was in love with Danielle, then why was he so involved with Kara? And he was like, because he wants to be so involved in the challenge world that he would sacrifice the one girl that he actually really loved to be on the show and to be in a showman's relationship with Kara. And I'm like, holy shit, I've never thought of it like this. But I had a guy, and you know, a guy's perspective is always interesting, who was like, I think he might actually be in love with Danielle, but he wanted to be on the challenge so badly, and he wanted to be famous in the challenge world and accepted in the challenge, you know, universe, that he faked this relationship with Kara. So the guy that I spoke to on the challenge literally thinks he's probably in love with Danielle, but faked the relationship with Kara to be popular on the challenge. And I'm like, holy shit. Now you've added a whole nother perspective to this universe. But then on the us podcast five days ago, I said that and I said, why is he crying over car? And he was like, because that's still his only connection to the challenge. Like he, he wants to be on the challenge so badly that he would do anything to be with Carr. And I'm like, this is so fucked up. But I'm also the person that said he was using Carl from the beginning, so it actually fits more into my theory if I really think about it. This Because you know what he loves more than Danielle? Fame. Himself yeah. and fame. But he kept Danielle strung along this long for a reason. Because, no offense, someone as fucked up as, as Polly, if he didn't care about her, he would have dropped her. Yeah, no, it is her alone for a reason. Could the reason be just because he wanted to have his cake and eat it too? Yes, essentially. Like he, he loved them both in different ways or he, you know, was obsessed with them both in different ways. But I mean, he definitely has feelings for Danielle, like him saying, Oh, I only was speaking to her because she's a good person. And I felt bad is bullshit. 
Yeah. Polly, he cares about her and he cares about Kara, but he doesn't love either one of them because if you love someone, you don't do this to them. And that's only, I want Kara to realize that like Kara deserves so much better. Yeah. And I, this is Danielle. Let's, let's, let's move on to Kara and where this is at now because. Absolutely. I mean, here's the thing. He spent 25 minutes crying on the podcast, begging for Kara back, mm-hmm. telling Danielle things. And I even have the quotes here telling Danielle, quote, you have no right to get involved. Stop being so involved. This is a scorned, hurt ex being calculative and vindictive, filling Kara's head with what she wants to hear. So that was his reasoning. Like, just God, let me just so let me and Kara not. work it out. Let me and Kara be. Please don't come out with this. You're doing this was a total PR stunt put on by. By Lori, her PR agent, and all this stuff, and you know, who he's... also used to be his PR agent, exactly. Um, which is a whole another story <laughs> in and of itself. I don't even want to get into that part of it. But so he's telling this on the podcast, and look, it's obvious that Paulie is going to put the full court press on to keep Kara in his life and to get Kara back. So, you know, she has no reason to listen to me. Or listen to you. She's going to listen to her own heart. But what's to say that Kara, you know, it's it's almost like we can predict the future. I I don't know for sure if Kara will ever give this guy a second chance. But is it really hard to is it really hard to see that in the future we're going to hear a statement from Kara saying, "I know a lot of you don't agree with my decision, but this is my life. This is what I want to do with it." Paulie has proven himself to me over the last X amount of weeks or months. He's seeing a therapist. We're going to therapy together. We're giving this another chance. Like I can totally see that down the line. And I, and I hate to hear myself saying well, that. Here's the issue. And I hope it doesn't happen, but I here's can totally see myself. Challenge totally 33 is going to air in about a month. Yeah. That was the next thing I was going to get and to. That is when they are apparently according to, to both of them, that's when they are most in love. Yep. She's going to have to watch them being in love every Tuesday night. Yep. That is his biggest like advantage right now is he has that in his back pocket. Yeah. So for people who don't understand the timeline, Challenge Season 33 filmed like October to end of November or Late something like November. that. Uh-huh. Late November. And it'll air in the next month. And that season we're not gonna give away spoilers but in case you don't know it's it's a challenge veteran teamed with somebody who's never been on a challenge season before but it's somebody that's been on a reality show in other places it's not like fresh Fresh meat but not a complete stranger someone on another show yeah and paulie and cara are both on that show they're not obviously Mm -hmm. each other's partner they each have a partner from another season but it is it is well known out there in the challenge world that you are going to see the best of Paulie and Kara. His words. He kept saying that on the live and on Twitter. Like, this is where you see me and Kara really yeah. be in love. So now she has to watch that. Yeah. And that happened. And all that. So what you're going to see airing in February through probably May is all before this shit broke with Danielle and Kara. So just keep that in mind. But as we're talking about it, and like you said, Kara has to watch that back. And it's just. Like I said, I can't tell her what to do. You know, I'm not convinced. I don't. If you, if you, if someone asked me, you know, do you think Car and Polly are still even speaking? I bet she's still talking to him. I'm not sure. I don't know. Car and I haven't spoke, but I bet. She, like, I don't know. I just. 
I'm curious to see how it plays out because I'm not convinced that she's done. Yeah, and that's the problem. And there's a, and there's a yeah. lot of people, especially after the story broke tonight with Paulie and Demi, just saying, Cara, leave this guy. He's trash. But I know, obviously, she's got strong feelings for the guy, and she's going to have to watch it play out their best times over the course of a three-month show. Yep. And, you know, like I said, you can just – it's almost like you can see it coming that he's going to – Put, he's going to do whatever he can to try and win her back. He's going to tell her he's seeing a therapist, whether he is or isn't. He's going to tell her, I've changed. Is, how did him and Demi even end up that car tonight together? Like, how did he ever, th- or today, how did he ever think, like, oh, I should go hang out with another girl? And, like, I don't understand how he even allowed that to happen. Yeah, I think time will tell how that gets out. But, again, and wow, if like, it comes out of his mouth, I'm not going to believe it. Like, if he just says... And also, like, why would she agree to it? Like, th- that's how you know this girl. Well, I can tell you why she would agree hungry to it. for attention. Yeah. Because she's agreed to hang out with somebody who she knows has looked like a piece of shit for the past week in the news. Demi knows exactly what she's doing. Trust me. She's very <laughs> well aware. You're going to see her. She's going to be on Paradise. She will be a talked about woman on Colton season. She knew. None she- of my favorites from Bachelor Nation better date her. I'll be really pissed off. Oh, I'm sure somebody will be after her once Paradise rolls around. Not she, you, Jason. Not yeah. you, Blake. Oh. Well, Jason's probably with Caitlyn, so. Oh, I know. <laughs> I can't. I, I, well, I don't know how I feel about that, but whatever. Yay. Um, but, yeah, I think right now we're, we're in a situation where whatever Paulie says regarding this Demi stuff, because I'm sure he's going to come out and say something on Instagram or say something on Twitter. I mean, he has Nobody to should believe anything point. he says about anything. Why should we? Nothing. He's done nothing but lie about every relationship slash friendship he's had for the last nine months with women. He's with a very attractive blonde who's about to be on a reality show and about to become more famous. Do we really think that he's platonically hanging out with Demi? I mean, come on. I just, I'm just using my brain. I'm not sitting you here and saying they Demi? definitely are. But he's like, on. oh, yeah, I'm done with Cara. I'm done with Danielle. Like, let's, like, figure this out. Start fresh. Like... And obviously she's going to be like, yeah, this is good attention for me. If Bachelor in Paradise doesn't work out, I can get on the challenge. And like, and like Cara and Danielle both said on the podcast, he's very, very persuasive. He tells you exactly what you want to hear in the moment. Well, he believes his own lies. And when someone believes their own lies, then you believe them. Yeah. Well, he's... I, I look, I don't want to sit here and speculate because, again, people are going to say, well, what proof do you have that him and Demi hooked up? Look, I'm just putting two and two together. I don't know that they hooked up, but is it really is hard to believe that they would? Like, why yeah. would she be in? She lives in Red Oak, Texas. He lives in New York or right. He lives, he in, lives New York? in New Jersey. In Jersey. I, come on. Why? Yeah. You know, just, <laughs> let's just be smart about this. We're not dumb. Yeah. You know, she's a she's an attractive and he, woman. And even if they're not hooking up. This is such a bad look for him because he's trying to get Cara back. Yeah. Like, to me, this should be Cora's icing on the cake. If she needed one more sign from the universe that he's a like a piece of shit, then <laughs> him hanging out with a girl from Bachelor, an upcoming season of The Bachelor, should be it. And I'm guessing that Demi either knows the story and doesn't care or doesn't know it. My guess is she knows and she doesn't knows, care. She knows because guess what? Girls like her always know. Yeah, she knows what's being said, what's been in the news about Pauly, and she knows exactly. Now, granted, I don't think they were supposed to be seen together because that picture was obviously not like them. Somebody just happened to catch them uh, on Twitter. 
or somebody was walking by and saw them in the car and took the picture and yeah, posted it. Yeah, the girl it, said she was like standing in line for a Hamilton, play. For Hamilton, yeah. Yeah, and saw them coming out of, I, I guess, what it seems to be a parking garage around Times Square. Yeah, so I think they um, were they, I think they were just doing everything on the down low and it happened to get out and now the lies are going to come. Which makes it even more shady, which yeah. like, like, why are you hanging out right now? Like, it's so shady. And, and I guarantee once she or he start speaking about why they were even hanging out in the same car and in New York together when she's in a, from a little small town in Texas and they're happened to be together the day after New Year's. It's like, come on. What losers also hang out in Times Square in New York? Like, no shade to them. But like, <laughs> fucking losers. I think I think one of the things about Paulie, like I said, I don't, I don't think that he's sorry for anything that he did. I'm just, I know. Sorry that he got caught. He's sorry that he got and caught. And also he did this on, literally I was, reading about it today because you know i'm a nosy bitch like he was engaged going into big brother the girl gave the ring back to his mother because while he was gone filming big brother she found out about five other girls that he was hooking up with so she gave the ring back she was a new jersey cheerleader natalie knew her like his story has been filled with bullshit from the beginning, but because he's this charismatic, attractive dude, he gets a pass and he gets a pass and he gets a pass. Like he's done this for years to females on and off television, you know? Let's, I mean, we haven't even brought up X on the beach season one where he went on there with Lexi and got back together with her. And minutes after that show was done filming, he jumps in Danielle's lap. And like, he only apparently, went on that like he apparently had to beg her to do that show and was like i promise after this we're gonna be together immediately post filming she thinks they're together and he's frolicking around nashville with danielle and the thing when danielle when danielle first posted a picture with paulie i believe it was this time last year i think it was january it all started in about january absolutely yeah when she first posted a picture with paulie i got five to seven emails from Big Brother Big fans brother, yep, knew it. telling me, I can't believe Danielle is with this guy. I don't know if you've ever seen the show, but he was absolutely the most sexist, misogynistic guy Big Brother has ever seen. The things that he said and did to women, he admitted to having a showmance. He treated the girl that he was with on Big Brother like trash. And I was like, well, that's, I mean, last January was the first time I had ever heard of Paulie's name. I don't watch Big Brother, so I had no idea. Yeah. But from... From five minutes after Danielle posted her first Instagram picture, letting everybody know that she was with him, I heard nothing, nothing. But holy shit, this guy is the biggest loser and nothing but trash about the guy, about how he treats women, how he talked about them on the you know, the 24-hour live feed on the Big Brother. I guess that's where yeah. he said a lot of his horrible stuff. Like, And again, at that time... I, you know, that was, I'm assuming what everyone was telling me was true, which it obviously ended up being, but I was like, wow. And, you know, again, Danielle at that time, if you're a female in that situation, what do you do? Do you never give the guy a chance because of something he said on television? Or he probably sweet talked her and said, hey, I, that was taken out of context and all this stuff. You know how editing works on reality TV and all this stuff. Like, I, I feel bad for Danielle. I really do. I agree. And this is what has bothered me the most. I've seen it about Kara and I've seen it about Danielle like people are like oh he was with Danielle when Kara got with got with him Kara deserved this or he was with Lexi when Danielle got with him car like Lexi um sorry Danielle deserved this so basically people are now blaming Kara 
and Danielle for his behavior. And it's like, yo, we don't know what he was saying to them. Like, we don't know what lies he told Danielle about Lexi. We don't know what lies, well, now we know, lies that he told Carl about Danielle. So people are still somewhat, like, I've seen a few people defend him and blame Danielle and Carl. And it just still blows my mind that he's getting away with this behavior in certain people's eyes. Well, I mean, this guy, all you need to know about him, among other things, is what we talked about earlier on, in his first interview... On his IG live after Danielle came to people, he went after her mental. He went after her mental health. Yeah, I mean, how low of a human being do you have to be to go to that card? And then in the next sentence, talk disgustingly about his sex with Cora. Yeah, I mean, I, this guy. What, <laughs> yeah. What else? I. But now here he is in a car with another girl. <laughs> yeah, and here he is in a car with another girl. And I'm, you know, I, I sit here and say I'm worried, but I, I'm worried. I, I don't know Kara other than the podcast she did with me about nine months ago. We've kept in touch here and there. We've sent texts in, back and forth to each other here and there. It's it's sporadic. But, I, you know, I'm gonna, I've never met her in my life. I've I've never even talked to her on the phone outside of the podcast that we did. But... You feel some sort of kinship yeah. or some sort of, you know, she's an acquaintance. And if I know something, I'm going to let her know. And yeah. I feel bad for her. I feel bad for Danielle and what they went through. But it seems like Danielle is definitely done with Polly. Like, no matter. Danielle's definitely done um, yeah. with Cara. With Cara, I'm worried. a strong worried. girl, but Cara loves hard. So, as someone that knows Cara, I'm not sure. I am not sure if she's done or if, she, or if like you said, she's going to release a statement in a month or two and they're going to be going to therapy and she's chosen to forgive them. I truly do not know how this story ends, but I think if she chooses for like to forgive them, that they need to go on like one of these like love dating therapy shows so we can see it all play out. Well, the thing is... Like, couples therapy, like, sign them up next season, please. If she chooses to forgive him, I want to see it. I want to see his ass in therapy. Yeah, I want to see him and him and Kara and Dr. Drew on the couch. That'd be How great. Gr- like, honestly, like, if she chooses to forgive him, like, Kara, go on couples therapy and let us all see it. We're all invested at this point. Couples therapy pays forty grand a person. That's and another reason to do it. They they could probably get a little extra. Yeah, because they're way more in the news than most of the couples that are. Yeah, on that like show. car, like finesse that check if you choose to forgive his ass. Now here's the thing: he's gonna do it again, so you might as well get a paycheck out of it. I, I, I don't think I would even necessarily be against if car. Like I can understand if Kara forgives the guy, but that's just not something that you forget. Like I can see her saying, "Look, Paulie." I forgive you for what you did. I think it's shitty. I hated that you did that to me, but I care about you as a person. We had so many great times together. I understand that. And if she wants to forgive him for that, I totally can actually see that. It's the forgetting part of, well, I forgive you, so let's try this again. I think she could, I think it should just be, I forgive you, but, Polly, we can't go into this again because... Nothing you say to me, I could ever possibly believe. I would constantly question, but yeah. I don't know if Kara is that type of person. I this, see. I'm speaking as myself personally. That's the way I would be yeah. if I was in Kara's situation. I think if she chooses to forgive him, 
they have to get therapy because he is he doesn't know how to change his behavior on his own. So the only way that they could possibly move forward is if they went to couples therapy together. And I don't and I don't know if I even see him being the type of man that would agree to couples therapy. I don't see it either because he's a narcissist. And exactly. And guess what? Sociopaths who don't go to therapy. Yeah. And I don't think that he, Yeah. I don't think he, like I said, I don't think he's, he's not sorry for what he did. So and why does he want to admit to when it? When this happens and like, it doesn't matter. Like this could happen to a normal person listening to this podcast right now. A man's not going to change that type of behavior without therapy. So if he's not willing to go to couples therapy with her, if she chose to forgive him, then he's never going to change his behavior. I think she could easily choose to forgive him. I just hope that doesn't mean I forgive you. Let's, How do you let's, forget, though? Yep. Let's try it again. I just think she should forgive him. They should remain friends. But what does but, they forgive me? Like, she forgives him, and then she's nice to him on the next challenge? Like, yeah, yeah. I don't even know what that means. Like, how do you – I don't even know. Yes, forgive him, but, like, also, like I said – Kara has a lot of power. If she truly wants to hurt him, then she should use her MTV power to not allow him to be on the next challenge that she's on. Yeah. Kara should literally be like empty. Like that's what, if she really wants to hurt Polly, get his ass not on the next challenge. Because that's really the only way to hurt him. Because now where does he go? Exactly. That's all he cares about. That's the whole reason he was with Kara was for challenge fame so if she chooses to really play a game with him and like do him the way that she did, like make things fair car, like get him banned from the challenge. Like if you want to hurt him back, that's what you should do. I just, it's hard do you know to how miserable. You know how miserable he would be if car was on next challenge, the next season of the challenge and Danielle's on bachelor in paradise and his ass is not getting a phone call to be on a television show. Uh, he would that's the car that he deserves. In 2019. Well, you know what he'll do? He'll just go after uh, Demi. He'll he'll date Demi yep. off off camera or whatever. But yep. you know, I think the thing here is, you know, we say she can forgive him. We hope she just doesn't forget, and it leads to them not seeing each other. And I just find it hard to believe that, you know, I say forgive him and be friends, but I don't know. They have Kara has talked about, and we're going to apparently see in this upcoming season this deep connection that these two have. So it's going to be tough for these two to say, look, let's for let's, I forgive you for what you did, but let's just be friends. I don't know if these two can just be friends. I mean, they weren't ever friends. They started their relationship. Like on a sexual level, they were never friends. I I don't know where they go from here. I truly don't. But here's the thing, whether she forgives him or not in the next month or two, three months, whatever the time frame, another challenge is going to film and they're going to be thrown in the house together. Yeah. So even if she is strong enough to not deal with him in real life, what happens when she's living in a house with him? Yeah. And and the outside world disappears and you're just in that moment. That's why you, I, and other fans who have contacted me can see it. We can see it happening. We we don't want it to happen, but – it's hard not to believe that these two are never going to ever be together again. And, and you know, who are we to say that they should or shouldn't be? I mean, it's yeah. just our opinion. It's her life. She can do whatever she wants with it. I, I mean, she doesn't have to go to sleep with any of us at night. She has yeah. to lay down with herself, so she has to make decisions for herself. But oh. men like him don't change without therapy. Yeah, and I, I hope that, you know, Cara, I mean, I've, 
told her, I, I mean, I've explained to her in, in text messages, like, how do, how can you take anything this guy says seriously from this point forward? He's I mean, done and, nothing and but lie to you. this is the sad part. Their whole relationship was based on a lie. From the moment they left the challenge house and were in real life, everything that was based on a lie. But she has, she, she really does, she really did fall for him. And she really does care about him and has a connection with him. him. Absolutely. So it's going to be tough to just shut those off. And is it possible to just shut those off to where you don't try it again? I mean, that's what I'm hoping for. I think that's what a lot of people are hoping for. And people are expressing that on social media and telling her directly to her face, telling her on podcasts, texting her like I was. (laughs) Um, And I I will say this on her behalf. Cara has a good group of girlfriends in Montana. I've met her friends. Um, I think those are the people that can pull her out of this. So I just like those are going to be the people that can save her from this. So hopefully those friendships in Montana are strong enough to, I don't know, like keep her away from him. And this is, this is going to sound harsher than it is, but if, (laughs) if Cara takes him back at, at, at at any point, um, Mm -hmm. whatever happens between them is on her. And and I'm not saying that like, it's going to like end badly or it's going to be something physical. It's just when it, it, you, you know, know what you're getting into with something. this guy. So yep. if you choose to get yep. back into it, whatever happens, if he does it again, you can't say, oh, my God, I can't believe he did that again. Because you, you can't say that because he he already did it to you once and numerous times. Like, you know, you're I mean, going like into someone with a liar. My grandmother always says, when someone shows you who they are, you have to believe them. Yeah. And I think that and she's shown us numerous times who he is. And I all I can do is. Is hope? Am I going to hate her if she takes him back? No. I would. I be disappointed. Sure. I would. Just because I'm hoping that you know they don't, and I'm just hoping that she doesn't want to be with him. Even like Cara's fan base, they love her enough. If she literally put out a statement or did an Instagram live and was like, "I'm taking Polly back. I'm going to move forward. This is my life." They would all accept it, and they would be nice to him. So it all just boils down to what does she want and what is the life that she wants for herself? Yeah. I want to see her leave reality TV, TV like men alone. I want her like, like go date an, an athlete even, or go date, you know, someone else in power, but she needs to leave reality TV men alone in my opinion. Cause she's been burned so badly by men on television. Well, I mean, just off the top. So Abram, there's Kyle. Abram. Kyle, um, and then now Polly. Polly. But her and Ava went on for so long, and she was like, and she like that. I think was you know a very important part of her life because it taught her a lot about herself. But that went on for so long, and the Kyle thing and all the Polly thing. Like, I would love to see her step away from reality TV men and find a genuine guy outside. But here's the issue, and she said this, and. I don't mind repeating it because I know that she said it to me and multiple other people. She lives in Montana. There's not a dating scene in Montana. Yeah, fair enough. So every time we go on a challenge, Cara's the first one that's going to be like, like when new people started coming to the show, Cara fucking loved it because it gave her a dating pool. 
has she ever considered moving out of Montana? I mean, I know she loves her she loves horses. Montana. That's the thing. She like her horse, her friends. I think Montana is so good for her because she, that's like where she, her escape from the, this challenge world that she now dominates. So I think it's a good escape for her. However, the lack of dating then forces her to find men on challenges. Yeah, that makes sense. So because... simply so, like she's happy in her real life there, but when she goes on a challenge, there's no pun intended based on the new season, but like fresh meat for her to indulge in. Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I can see why that would be appealing to her because she's not going to really meet anybody. I mean, Kyle lived in another country and she still dated him. You know, this yeah. is, so obviously she has no problem doing that, which is fine. Like you can meet guys. Yeah, long distance doesn't bother her because Carl's an only child and she enjoys her alone time. So she can easily manage a long distance relationship. <sighs> she dodged the bullet finding all of this out because Polly was scheduled to move to Montana. Yeah, and that's the other thing that Danielle took a lot of heat for was, especially from Polly. Polly coming down on Danielle. It's like Polly, you know, maybe you don't agree with how Danielle did it, but the fact that Danielle did it helps Kara, and this is why Kara needed to know. Yeah, yeah, Kara needed to know this stuff because it was fairly important considering you were about to move out there. And also, like, I know everything in the challenge world because I'm, you know, Harriet the Spy. Like, no one <laughs> knew that he was going to move to Montana until he said it on his Instagram Live the other day. So they purposely, and when I say they, I mean he probably told her, like, let's keep this quiet until it happens. But no one knew that that was happening until he brought it up on his Instagram Live. That is unreal. Like, yep. This guy so that's, is... again, him controlling the narrative to control Kara and to control Danielle. I just I just don't see, you know, Paulie even came out even on the podcast and said, you know, I don't care about you people slamming me online. I don't care. Again, he's not comprehending comprehending why they're slamming him. He sh- what he should be saying is, I absolutely understand I why people are going after me. I deserve it. I did horrible things. He's saying, I don't care about you people slamming me. I just want to be with Kara. But you got to understand, like, and he's like, I just want this all to end. Well, of course you do, because you're, you're the one who put yeah, yourself in the, that situation. You put, of course you I, want it to all end and go away. Of course you do. You made your well, own I bed, have- buddy. You got to lie in it. Like, I hopped on his live because I was like, fuck, I have to hear this. And then I wanted to ask a question. And as soon as I was like, I have a question, he, like, disconnected. I'm like, fuck, man, he's not going to let me ask my question. So then later on Twitter, I asked him, like, are you only doing this live because at any moment the Us Weekly article with Kara and Danielle is going to drop? Because literally right after his live, that article dropped. Of the two of the two of them together for the first time. Yes. So he only went on Instagram live to save face. And then I literally tweeted at him, like, like, if you actually care about Kara, you need to take responsibility for your actions. And then he like tweeted at me, like, You're not a therapist, don't tell me what to do. And I'm like Didn't he also say he didn't want to be your partner in a future challenge or something? Yeah, like first of all, like (laughs) I would much rather be partnered with Jordan, who I already have beef with, over you, Polly. He was like, yeah, he's like, no, he was like, oh, you're never going to catch me challenge again. And then the next sentence, he's like, I don't want to be your partner. I'm like, all right, you're contradicting yourself in these tweets, just like you did in those text messages. But, like, he was still taking no responsibility. 
None. And until... And just be like, you know what? Be like, I'm a f- yeah, I fucked up. This is my fault. But like you said, until he was forced to. Yeah, until Kara and Danielle got together and showed receipts, that's when he basically went, oh, shit, yep. and then did a 25-minute podcast crying, asking for Kara back, and admitting to everything that Danielle and Kara had come forward with, which which and proves he that he wasn't that sorry Instagram for what he did. Live. Same. He only did Instagram Live to save face. He wanted to get ahead of the story. Yeah. He went on Instagram Live to have his opinion stated before their article was released. Well, this is fascinating. I'm sure there's going to be a thousand more layers to it, but Jimmy... Uh... Well, I think that you need to work very hard to get Carl on individually as well as Danielle, because I'm not going to lie to you, I would love to hear Danielle's side of the story. I think the Us Weekly article covered the timeline, but I would love to hear you dig deep with them on their thoughts and feelings and emotions, because, I mean, that's... That's what we all want to know now, you know? The invitation's out there for Danielle to come on. I would, I, I'll would, i put her on in a heartbeat. It's just she I has would love to, to hear yes Danielle, to. so I'm advocating for that. Yeah, and if people want – I mean, I don't. the reason why I don't talk about potential podcast guests is because if I say – because I get asked all the time, what about so-and-so? Are you going to have them on the podcast? And I don't want to say yes or no because if I say, oh, I asked them it's and they said them. no – I don't want people berating them on social media like, hey, Reality Steve said you wouldn't go on his podcast. Please go on. Please go on. They don't need that. But for the first time in in 111 podcasts, I am saying I want Danielle on the podcast. I heard everything she said on us. I believe her story. I'm on her side on this. I want to talk about some things that went down. If she wants to come on, I'd love to have her on. If she doesn't, don't berate her. Um, but and I believe Danielle from the beginning, and this is why I want to hear her story. So many girls and females have been in her shoes. And I think if they hear someone, you know, as beautiful, as intelligent, as popular as Danielle, explain how she fell for his lies, that it would make so many other people feel better about being in that same position. So that's why I want to hear her story. Yeah. And it doesn't even have to do with Bachelor and challenge it tea. truly this has is... to do with her as a human she's this beautiful intelligent female and this happened to her so I, would, I think other females would appreciate hearing the emotional side of her story yeah she was emotionally abused badly by yeah. Polly, and and i'm a fan of her now and i wish like i wish her nothing but the best and hopefully we see her in paradise soon yeah i, I mean who knows? And, uh, you know, but the invitation's out there. Hopefully she'll come on. But if she, if you don't hear her on, just please, people, don't beat her up on social media. And yeah, say, the girl's you know, been through just, enough. Don't be assholes, people. Yeah, if you, if you say we'd love to hear you, maybe that'll convince her. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the invitation's out there. Hopefully it gets to her. I just her think her and, story's important. Oh, for sure. Also, and like, and, and not even, like I said, not, not even for Bachelor and Challenge stuff. This is, it's, it's important for women. Like, Girls need to like females of all ages need to hear this story. Yeah, no, for I'm sure. not gonna lie to you. When um, The Bachelor premieres, I'm probably not gonna be the biggest Demi fan now. <laughs> she's already put a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah, she's she's gonna be a piece of work this season. She's uh, she's the yeah. one they go to for a lot. I mean, first episode she gets some some good camera time, but. The, the, she won't be she, she won't be a villain right off the bat but once the 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 villain who's the villain for the first three episodes is gone demi's the one that is constantly like she's going to be the one that's always going to be giving these smart ass smarmy confessionals and that's who gets well she's, camera she's already a villain in the challenge world i'm sure the car fans would be tearing her apart any oh, yeah. minute on social media 
Oh, for sure. So she's getting the attention that she apparently wants. Yep. This is this was her plan from the get go. But anyway, oh. uh, Jemmy, thanks so much for coming on and gossiping for an hour. This was fun. Oh, um, you're my favorite person to gossip <laughs> with. You know that. Yeah, I uh, I appreciate it. Thank you. I I love gossiping with you as well. It's a lot of fun. Uh, we've been texting and talking about this since since the us podcast came out last week yes and you know i wanted cara on and i said look cara is it's tough to convince right now i understand her position she doesn't want to keep doing all these interviews because then she just keeps getting more shit about would you please stop talking about it and i I get it so i wanted to have you whatever it's her and danielle's story to tell like stay on cara about it people need to hear her side like it's their story I hope you get them both on um, separately so they can tell the emotional side because people relate to Carr and people relate to Danielle. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, we'll see. We'll see what happens. And um, But thank you for coming on and talking about this. It was a of lot course. of fun. Of course. Thank you. And we'll be in Bye. touch. See you soon. Bye. Bye. Thank you to Jemmy for coming on. Like I said, this was something I wanted to do with Cara all week. She was basically on the fence back and forth, and I understand her side. I, I get it. I, you know, As much as it would have been great to have Cara on, I was able to share one of the text messages she did send to me about Paulie's honesty, and that's all she ever wanted, and that's what's been broken. But, yeah, I know we spent an hour talking about it. I wanted to bring someone on who's familiar with both people, who has been on shows with both people. But, yeah, I, I, I definitely am going to, Keep on Kara and hopefully maybe have her on. Obviously, the invitation has been extended to Danielle's side. I don't care to have Polly on just because I, nothing he says to me will be remotely. I, I just I can't have somebody on where I know that they're a bullshitter because then it becomes, yeah, I can call them out on their bullshit, but then the whole interview is just me being antagonistic towards that person. And you want to give them their say, but if you know they're BSing you and you know they're lying to you or you know they're telling you things that they think the audience wants to hear, it doesn't. it's not going to be a fun interview. And it's kind of the reason why Nick would never come on my podcast and I could never have Nick on my podcast because I know things about Nick that he doesn't know I know. And so if I say something, kind of a leading question, where I know I'm going to get an answer that's a lie, it's going to, I'm going to be, my mouth's going to be bleeding from biting my lips so much. So, yeah, I I have no interest in having Polly on because even if he begged me to come on, I'd just be like, Polly, you're, you're just going to come on and lie. I don't care what you have to say about anything. So, But Danielle, uh, Cara knows I would like to have her on. Danielle, the invitation is open to you, so hopefully we can do this in the future. Anyway, but thanks to Jemmy for coming on and talking about that. There took so many layers tonight. And the good thing was, Jemmy, I said Demi, Jemmy, uh, was supposed to do it about, like I said, we started recording this at midnight central time, so into this morning. She was supposed to do it around 10, and the fact that all this stuff broke with Paulie and Demi in New York with someone tweeting out a picture of them in the car together, I was like, you know what, Jemmy? It actually worked out better that you couldn't come on until 12 because... If this would have happened while we were recording, I wouldn't have been able to get information because I had people DMing me saying, um, this is uh, Demi in the car with Pauly. It's not Danielle. And I was like, whoa, okay. So, yeah, I mean, that's how I had, had found out. Um, 
spoke to Kara about it. Um, she knew it was Demi, so yeah, uh, it's it 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 worked out perfectly. It would have just been a it would have been a shit show. But basically, Jemmy and I would have had to pause the podcast, and I would have had to email and text people and whatever, and then gone back to it. So worked out better. Thank you for her for coming on. Thank you all for listening to podcast number one eleven. Please rate, subscribe, and review in Apple Podcasts. If you want to be on the He Said, She Said podcast, episode number 13 coming this Tuesday. This Tuesday is going to be a big day. we got the Bachelor recap. We've got information on the Vegas party. We've got episode 13 of the He Said, She Said podcast. We've got clips from Temptation Island, which starts the following Tuesday on January 15th, USA Network. I've seen the first two episodes. Guys, if you like The Bachelor, you're going to love Temptation Island. It's the same show that it was Years ago when it was on Fox, they brought it back. It's on USA, January 15th. I'm going to have clips for you every Tuesday during the season to entice you to watch the show. Our very own Nell Coulter is going to have her Temptation Island recaps up every Wednesday. So starting next week, everything back to normal. Tuesdays are your recaps for The Bachelor. Wednesdays, reader emails. Thursdays is your podcast and Dr. Reality Steve. Yes, I've been lazy for the last three or four months. But now we're back to I probably took some time off because it when the show is airing is when it gets busy for me. I've got three columns a week and a podcast and then now a second podcast with Ashley that, you know, goes twice a month. So we're back to the regular schedule next week. So thank you all again for listening. I really appreciate it. Thank you to Jemmy for coming on. Hopefully we'll have Cara and Danielle on in the future. And I appreciate you all tuning in and listening as we are just past two years now of this podcast episode 111 in the books and we will talk to you next week see you